0: Hi there. Hello. No, oh, we're not Jim Leach. No, it's Mike and Olson filling in for Jim Leach.
1: They invited us back again.
0: Plenty of things to be. I think I'm supposed to be mad about something today. I wasn't. Oh, I well,
1: everyone's supposed to be cranked up. I haven't been on Facebook uh, yet to see what I'm supposed to be mad at. But
0: we'll figure something out. But the Jim Leach Show every day begins with this.
2: Springfield business first on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMay.
0: Chance to get to know some of the great businesses that we have here in Springfield, and certainly one of our favorites, uh, the folks at the Green Family Stores, uh, who not only just a great business in town, but always just been really good to the community. Oh yeah, always gives back. Uh, Carly Crawford is with us from Green Family Stores. Hi, Carly.
3: Hi.
0: How long have you been with the organization?
3: I have been with Green Family Stores for five years.
0: Yeah. What made you What made you decide you wanted to get into the automotive business, or was that something you'd always done?
3: No, actually, they. Um, I had a recruiter reach out to me, and I. Uh, they wanted to build a customer care center. Uh, Todd actually wanted to figure out a way to streamline all nine locations to make communication better for not only our guests, but all of our staff. And so we created and built the customer care center.
1: So what all does that entail? First of all, what was it like trying to get all that together when you have nine, nine different places yeah. trying to <laughs> funnel into one? What was that process like, and what does the customer care center look like now that you've had it been going for a while?
3: Well, it was, it was, it was a long process, and there are a lot of ins and outs. Um, and to this day, we still have a lot of processes that we change and modify as we go just to ensure that we're meeting the needs of not only our stores but our guests. Um, basically any of our stores, when a customer calls in, whether they need service for their vehicle, whether they're looking to, to purchase a new vehicle, if they need finance, if they need accounting, they need title questions, any question or any call that comes into any of our green family stores starts in this centralized customer care center well, that's and, good. uh, the
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got you know, so you have the resources, really, of, uh, of nine different businesses, but you can you can sort of, uh, I don't know, what, what do you want to say, coalesce them all together uh, exactly. for the customer's benefit. That's smart.
3: Exactly. Um, it, it's kind of like a one-stop shop because we are centralized, so we're all in one location. We have about 22 employees. Um, and when we talk about the community, that was huge for the community. Todd is always wanting to invest back in the community, and this was an opportunity that created 22 jobs.
0: That's fantastic. That's uh, you know I uh, gosh when I first came here, Todd had a Toyota dealership and a used car lot, and that was that was all wow. that was here. Uh, and, and so it just shows how much that uh, that company has grown. Uh, and you're right, the, the Green family has always given back to the the city, and uh, any number of times there's there's something good that they uh, that they're doing. So Springfield, I know, appreciates all that you do.
3: Definitely.
0: So, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so is there anything as a customer when I, when I contact green family stores or I go into one of the dealerships, is there anything I need to do to be in the customer care center or is it just, or you've, you've got it so that I walk in and I'm already being cared for.
3: So actually when you pick up that phone and you dial any one of our locations, we all have a different main number. So when you call that number, you're coming into the customer care center automatically. And you automatically know if you're calling Toyota or Hyundai or whichever one of our stores. Now, the thing about it is we're going to verify with you just to ensure, because a lot of times, let's say you're on your smartphone and you just ask Siri, hey, Green Family Stores, you Mm -hmm. might get Toyota, you might get Hyundai. So we're here to make sure that you get to the right store, even if you're not calling that particular store.
0: I got you. Okay. We're talking with Carly mm-hmm. Crawford. She's at the Green Family Stores here on Springfield Business First on WMAY. How has, uh, and, 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 and if you don't know the answer to this question, it's okay. I just, I'm curious in the past couple of months, uh, just the interaction with customers in the car dealership, uh, taking test drives and things like that. How have you guys had to adjust?
3: Oh, we've had to adjust it greatly when it comes to safety when it comes to how we um, greet our customers uh, the face-to-face that contact has been pretty much now mostly as far as sales over the phone um, by appointment only uh, we make sure that our, our staff we're, we're wearing masks we're keeping our distance uh, we say appointment only for sales the past couple of months simply so that we do not have more than X amount of people on the showroom at any given time, and we can monitor and, and keep that traffic to a safe distance. Um, if a customer wants to complete their purchase or complete their their test drive process online, we will deliver the vehicle to their driveway so that they can test drive. That's awesome. Um, if a customer is coming in for service, we're making sure it's sanitized before that vehicle is delivered back to the customer, and we can even have a touchless process where we leave the car, uh, the keys in the car, and that customer can pay online or over the phone. Boy,
0: that's great. That's awesome. Right on top of it. That's really cool. Carly Crawford Mm -hmm. from the Green Family Stores Tell us a little bit about the Customer Care Center. I appreciate you spending some time with us on WMAY.
3: Thanks so much. You guys have a great day.
2: You too. This has been Springfield Business First on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY.
0: It is... Three eighteen.
2: Yeah, it throws
1: me off too, military time. Still don't understand it.
0: Take our daily poll. Here's what we're asking you today. Do you think the state of Illinois will revert back in its phases of reopening if COVID cases begin to rise significantly?
1: Like other states are yeah. seeing and
0: doing. Your choices are yes or no. What if we go half a phase
1: back? Yeah. Uh, and right now 82% of you are saying, Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, we're gonna go backwards.
1: Well, as long as if we have a rise, we've done a pretty good job thus far of We have, and I hope it I uh, hope it stays that way. Daily Same poll
0: here. every day brought to you by Adams Pest Control for commercial residential real estate inspections and termite control. Cast your vote at WMAY.com slash poll or find it on the mobile app. <laughs> To put more echo on those claps, yeah, it's like Lou Gehrig's giving his speech (laughs) all over again with those echoes. Well, the
1: baseball season of some sort, yeah, it's gonna be so weird. We'll come back, it will be weird, yeah. 6297970. You, I just who's I don't know how I want to judge excitement level, yeah. I want to watch a baseball game, but I don't know if I want to watch a baseball game in these, and it's not so much the rule changes. It's just, I I don't know if you should be going out there playing baseball with all that's going... I mean, there, there's those who say, oh, we need it, you know, we need it, but I just... Well,
0: I, it's it's just hard for me. See. It's going to be weird. Yeah, uh, Yeah, and I guess I wasn't thinking so much on that line, but just the... Just how bizarre, what, baseball, basketball, football, all of them, it's going to be with no crowd noises.
1: Well, the it. White Sox will be used to it because they never <laughs> got many people in their crowd in, in their crowd anyway, so they'll be fine. Right. They have an advantage, a, a distinct advantage in the 60-game season coming up because they're used to playing with no crowds. This will be the safest time to go to a White on, Sox do, game. They, there won't be father and son stabbing. No, no. Uh, won't be stabbed the first base coach Thursday at, Com- at Comiskey. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know, to me it's just... I Like I said, 629797, I'm a huge sports guy, right? So this these last however many months, it used to be I would just come home and watch whatever sports is on. And mm-hmm. I give ESPN credit and the ilk. They've tried to continue to keep it interesting. But I'm just not as excited as I feel like I should be with the return of all these sports. Because it's, it's sort of half doing it. It's goo. yeah, because yeah. it's not full. It's not a full return. It's not a full season, right? It's not a, well. For the NBA and the NHL, it's going to be a return to well. the NHL is already done with the regular season; it'd be just straight to the playoffs. NBA is playing this weird last eight games of the regular season thing, but they're only bringing twenty two teams, and okay. so and they then, have
0: to pick up where they left off,
1: right? And, try and, to, and okay. then and then finish it oh, off. Weird. Baseball is. Because of the back and forth between the owners and the players and everything else, they have this weird 60-game schedule when normally it's 162, but they're only going to play central division teams, so you're only going to play within your division and then the opposite division in the American League. So, like, the Cubs this season have the second lowest amount of travel because they're just playing people— just in the division. No yeah, j- just in you like 10 games in your division, and you're only making one trip to each city. So for instance, the Saint Louis Cardinals will be coming to Chicago and in that time they'll be playing like five games against the Cubs and five games against the the White Sox so that they never have to come back to Chicago for the rest of the season. At least that's what that's what it was originally stated to what? be. Yeah. Holy cow, I didn't realize any of that. Yeah, so like the the Cubs play seventeen straight games to start this season. They'll start by hosting the Milwaukee Brewers. And then they'll go to the Brewers for a little bit. And then they go to Detroit. They'll play Kansas City. They'll play Minnesota. They'll play the White Sox. Uh, so they'll play the Central Division in the AL. The farthest anyone has to go for the – the farthest the Cubs have to go this in this shortened season will be to Pittsburgh to take on the Pirates at some point. But then they'll play, like, the Reds and the Cardinals and the Pirates and all the other teams inside the Brewers, okay. inside the Central Division. Uh, and So it's just going to be goofed so, – like I said, I should be more excited than I am. It's just hard for me to get amped up for, to your point, no no people in the stands, uh, goof, goofy rules, which I'm fine with the rule thing, mm-hmm. because if you're going to ever try to incorporate the DH into both leagues in this weird—it's already messed up anyway. It's already goofed, so you might as well throw all the weird rules you wanted to— from whatever in these committees you've had and throw them into it, the, just be like, let's see what sticks. Six two nine
0: seven nine seventy is how you reach us. Are you excited about any of the sports? Right, coming yeah, back? maybe not Facebook. They canceled the Hall of Fame game, right, for football?
1: Yeah, so that's a. They're trying to. And I haven't seen yet what the Ivy League did for college sports because the Ivy League was thinking about calling off all fall sports as well. Uh, but for the NFL, they're trying to get rid of the entire preseason and just saying, hey, Let's just stay in our little camp bubble, and then we'll just go right in the season. There'll be no preseason games, because they already canceled the Hall of Fame game. Okay, uh, So they're trying to figure out what to do and how to do the camps. Last night, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver was saying how they expect to have some positive tests when the teams first arrive. But if they get positive tests after they get into the bubble and are quarantined, then they freak out and go, okay, well... Then there's holes in the bubble, and then what does that do? Like the new the Brooklyn Nets have, like three players are positive, mm-hmm. not going to play, and so people are asking, well, why are they even going then? If right. the net if the Nets are just going to send a taxi squad of guys who are off the street, willing to just pay, play these eight games. Why are the Brooklyn Nets even sending anyone? Why even bother? Yeah,
0: yeah, and I mean, and maybe that's what it feels like. You think, okay, why even bother at this that's, at this point? Don't you just say, let's figure this out next summer and do it right? Right. It just, it's not going to feel, you know, it's going to feel weird. Will there be a World Series? Or is that, yeah, I mean, oh still, yeah. They're yeah, still going to try so, to do
1: all that. Yeah, they're still going to try to do all that. So they're going to play sixty games in sixty-three days is what the plan is and then hopefully no resurgence hopefully get a World World Series the The NHL is even weirder than the NBA because the NHL has a bubble in Toronto for all the Eastern Conference teams and then a bubble in Edmonton for all the Western Conference teams but when the Eastern Conference team they have to leave their bubble to come to Edmonton to play yeah. in the Stanley Cup Final in that bubble yeah it just feels kind of limp yeah, just, it, I just, I don't know. I, I should be more excited than I am being a sports fan, but I just can't get jazzed up. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, eh, okay, I'll turn it on, but it'll be goofy.
0: An interesting development coming out of Harper's Magazine today as uh, at least 150 liberal scholars and authors and commentators signed a letter about cancel culture saying, maybe we pushed a little too far. Uh-oh. And so we'll talk about that and how it may or may not be affecting your entertainment diet as, as 6297970. And what happens when culture cancel
1: culture becomes just cancel everything. Yeah, I I never really knew there was a word for it. Like it's become the Thing now, I guess cancel cancel culture and yeah, and just... we're seeing you know Jimmy Kimmel, you know they go
0: back ten years right, and find something right, yeah. he did, um, and and he appropriately said, you know what, shouldn't have shouldn't done, have done it. that. I you know I, I regret that I did it. And, and it's one of those and things. So, and so can you can you just accept that and say, hey man, I should not. That was wrong. I would never condone that. Today. Right. Uh, and then move on. But that's but move on is not the option. You have to go away.
1: Well, that's the biggest thing, because I do feel that cancel culture has brought about some positive things, but it has taken it too far to the extreme the other way, right? It doesn't just go back and say, hey, you know, explain yourself. Why did you do this? Mm -hmm. It, for the most part, and I'm sure that you're going to get to it in the crux of of this letter being written, is that you're right. We don't have the dialogue. We don't have anything. It's just like, you're done. See you later. (laughs) Over.
0: Uh, the musical Hamilton was released on Disney over the Disney weekend. Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney I finally Plus. watched it. Um, huge, it. It's been, uh, it's been a, just a juggernaut S- since,
1: since 2015. 74% increase in downloads of Disney Plus. That's incredible. For those days because Hamilton was um, released on Disney Plus. And Cha-ching for yeah, the mouse. And, and, a, and a brilliant musical
0: uh, just artfully put together. Um, but people are saying, "Hey, you know, our founding—some of our founding fathers were slave owners. You can't glorify them." And now they're getting
1: on. Well, oh, he's been random. lit up, yeah, he lit up all weekend long, and he's kind of responded saying, "Hey, I appreciate your piece, but these are complex people. I only had two and a half hours. Yeah. I tried to do the best job I could. And oh, by the way, it's a multi-ethnic, multicultural cast that I brought in. Yeah." Could you cut me, could you cut me just a bit of slack on that? Yeah, I mean his whole
0: his whole thinking behind that was, look, when the founding fathers were here, they were all immigrants in some form or another. And so that's why he cast, uh, you know, so so many different races. Um, And again, it just makes you look at it in a different light. And you're right. I mean, look, there's no question people like Thomas Jefferson, complicated guy, you know, did some amazing things and also had slaves. Yeah, and and some bad things. Um, So does that mean it all has to go away? Or or can you part? Abraham Lincoln was not perfect uh, when it when it came to, to slaves. Yeah. Uh, we know all these things. So what do you, what do you do with that stuff? So that's kind of what's been. So this open letter at Harper's Magazine, signed by 150 liberal scholars and journalists: Malcolm Gladwell, Gloria Steinem, Noam Chomsky, David oh wow, Brooks, Noam Chomsky, yeah, Stephen Pinker, uh, Fareed Zakaria, and on down the line. That essentially says the free exchange of information and ideas. The light Lifeblood of a liberal society is daily becoming more constricted, while we have come to expect this on the radical right. Censoriousness. Is also becoming more widely uh, is spreading more widely in our culture an intolerance of opposing views a vogue for public shaming and ostracism and the tendency to dis- dissolve complex policy issues in a blinding moral certainty. That's a really interesting sentence there.
1: Yeah, a lot going uh, on. The, the in that
0: tendency one. to dissolve complex policy issues in a blinding moral certainty, and that's kind of what we're talking about here. Of okay, so take a guy like Abraham Lincoln, um, who again. Conflicted, and and his his reasoning for emancipation, you know, was 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 uh, conflicted. Does that mean you just throw the whole thing out and say we can never have a yeah, I don't know. Lincoln statue again? Yeah. Editors are fired for running controversial pieces. Books are being withdrawn for alleged inauthenticity. That was it was one of the criticisms of Hamilton. Was well, this isn't realistic. It's like it's a musical, what? huh?
1: They also weren't singers. Right. Well, it's funny, it's funny you mentioned that because I was just reading um, there was an individual who had a response to that saying, hey, you start out with all these people of different colors in a color, like in a multicolor, like disco tech background. It's it's a musical. It's right. It's not, they're going to take some factual stuff, but for the most part, it's trying to retell a story in a entertaining way. Yeah.
0: They also did not sing in Camelot times either. I don't know if you were realizing.
1: Oh, that, they didn't? Right? Oh, okay. Same, same what about kind of Jesus thing. Christ Superstar? Did he do a lot of singing? He was a hippie. Okay, uh, yeah, okay.
0: Him and his just group? Just a hairy hippie who's running around.
1: Gotcha. Um, like but we're a hearing, jam band from the Grateful Dead. We're hearing
0: things like, uh, you know, To Kill a Mockingbird is not necessarily an accurate, you know, it's like, well, why does the white guy have to come save the black guy? And but it's like, But it's such a profound piece. Do you throw it away? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's imperfect. Of course it is. Right and are we served by just completely ostracizing things? I think, you know, somebody like—let's uh, let, go back to Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, uh, or uh, let's look to Mick Miniman, for example. Okay. Yeah, going on. here. That yeah. was that was boneheaded. Now, he doesn't seem to be backtracking on his no. boneheadedness. <laughs> no, no. Joe doesn't backtrack on anything. No. Um, and so he's being taken to task for it, and you should be taken to task yes, for it. Yes, yes. Um, does that mean that— He needs to go away, locked up. We can never hear from him ever again. I don't know that that serves
2: anything.
1: Yeah, we've had... You know, it's funny, even before, in the years that we had the show on, on a consistent basis, we have talked about that phenomenon before a lot of, what does it serve if you just... Someone makes a mistake, and you just say, no more of you, nothing, gone. Does that... Because here's the thing. Is anyone learning anything then, at that point? Is it more of... I think when you do something like that, you don't learn your lesson. You just go, well, I better not say this because I'm going to get in trouble, rather than trying to get to the deeper problem of saying, okay, I need to come at this and be more uh, respectful of other people's thoughts and their paths and what they feel Mm -hmm. is upsetting to them instead of just being like, well, I don't want to be in trouble, so I'm just going to not say this or not say that. Instead of getting yeah. the deeper understanding of why you shouldn't say that or should say that. So maybe using the Jimmy Kimmel
0: example, uh, you know, a, a great opportunity for him to say, this is where I was then, this is what I have learned, here's where I am now, and, and bring other people along with him, that's important.
1: Because if you were to have this kind of culture when I made that initial mistake— I may never have been able to learn and become the person I am now because I wouldn't have been afforded that opportunity. Yeah.
0: Um, and, you know, we've, we've heard, you know, we've seen talk show hosts or whatever getting you know, knocked off the air and uh, never to be seen again. And you go, well, did that really solve the problem? Well, it depends on who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, it was I was trying to think of uh, Don Imus. That's who it was yeah. years ago when he, he said something. Um, and it was stupid and it was ignorant um, and it was racist. And they just pulled him off the air. And you go, okay, well, there was really no discussion there about what happened, why it happened, well, how to fix it, what to do.
1: It doesn't, that doesn't bother me, his dumb cowboy hat wearing. Well, that, that I mean, good good riddance to you, sir. <laughs> I don't need you wearing a cowboy hat in the studio. You're on WMAY. Yeah, what's
2: up, fellas? I don't know. Uh, two things. Did uh, Did my birthday wish come true?
1: What was that? What was that? Well, here it comes. Ha ha. Jim's not on the air. I oh, bet. Ha 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 ha. Okay. Hey. All right. Thanks for calling. Oh, that. Right. Dynamite dropping, Donnie.
0: Appreciate that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this stifling atmosphere will ultimately harm the most vital causes of our time. Uh, the restriction of debate, whether a repressive government or intolerant society, invariably hurts those who lack power and makes everyone less capable of democratic participation. Uh, J.K. Rowling. Oh well, she stepped in
1: it big time. But but once again, it it's one thing to step in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's another thing to then double down on the stepping in it. Yeah, that that's where I think where you go awry, and that's when I start saying, okay, maybe you don't understand and don't want to understand, so maybe you need to pay a bigger price than us having a dialogue. Yeah, With, um, and maybe I missed the the
0: doubling down. Uh, she had her own reasons for it. you know the, the the initial tweet was. Goofy, I didn't. I didn't necessarily I didn't find understand. It right, yeah. transphobic. It was just weird. Yeah, it was uh, odd. And and so you go. All right, whatever. Uh, you slap her on the wrist. You make make sure she knows that she did wrong. Uh, but is it? Do you now literally go burn books?
1: Because <laughs> that's kind of where we are. Yeah. See that that's where we need to take a step back. And, and I think that's the point of these scholars, which is going to be interesting to see. And I'm sure there are people who are. I, fighting back against the fight back of the cancel oh, yeah, you know it, it's just it, yeah, this- they want Harper's canceled now right because, because they they're posted posted the cancel this- culture thing That's so I, um, I, I just don't know I don't I don't understand like I understand these are these are things that we have to talk about, discuss and changes need to be made mm-hmm. in the way we look at things in the world view. but I just don't know if we're going about it the correct way in these situations. There is no acknowledgement
0: of nuance. Well said. You know the uh, the riots and the, the the protests that became riots that you know the, that whole thing. Uh, there was a lot of nuance there. Uh, there was people who had a legitimate protest and they wanted to and be heard had not been heard forever. And something else happened over here, and it's so it's not all one and the same. And that there's you know there's just there's, there's varying degrees in there. And if you say, gee. I'm with you here, I'm not with you there. Well, if you're not, not with me, me there, then was, yeah. I was, I'll tell you right. what. Yeah, right. If you're not with us on everything, then you're not with us at all. And that doesn't work. Hi, Aaron WMAY. I
2: think the, what's lacking at this point is compassion and reasonability. Mm-hmm. The ability for people just to, to step back and say, wait a second, does this make sense? Does this not make sense? And the ability for somebody who's done something erroneous to turn around and say, you know what, guys? I actually did make a mistake and have people accept that as being the end of it. Yeah, a little compassion, a little reasonability goes a long way.
0: and, yeah, and even sometimes did. to say, you know what, that's your thing, this is my thing. Let's let's part friends yep. and then move on. You don't have to just Continue get into civil ready, war with everybody. <laughs>
1: right, that's true. Uh, I appreciate appreciate it. All right, guys, thought. have a good day. You Thanks. too. Thank you. Yeah, the, the compassion thing. I think we have definitely lost our ability to empathize with someone mm-hmm. because we are so our way is the way, and it's the only way. And if you're not with me, you're against me. I have a. This might be controversial, Mike. So hold uh-oh, on. Uh oh, I'm going to hold on. What am, am I, I?
0: We might get canceled when I say this. Uh
1: oh. Well, um, we're only on for a couple more days. Well, so. that's that's true.
0: I mean, I have I have a theory even on the Confederate flag. Okay. I, th- I think there are three types of Confederate flag people. They're all wrong, right? But I think there are three types. Okay. I think There are. I think there are the ones who are just you know just flat out racists and do it because you know they they're just yeah, and the, yeah, yeah, exactly. and dumbasses. Um dumbasses. I think there are some people who, for some reason, you know, they're they're proud of living in the South, and that's a symbol of, Look, if there was a Midwestern flag, I would own a Midwestern flag. I would think that would be kind of cool. So I think there are people who think that. You, to and the show, South is
1: going to rise again. Yeah, yeah to, to show your Southern... All you have to do is smile. You have four right. teeth. <laughs>
0: Uh, and then there's like this third group where just the it you know perpetual don't tread on me don't tell me what to oh, do yeah. because was... you told me not to do it I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do, do it more it. Um, now again they're all wrong headed, but there are varying degrees everything from just blatant, blatant. bald-faced <laughs> racism to just kind of ignorance <laughs> just kind of dumb uh, you know so you can't so I'm not I'm not comfortable just saying well everything has to go hmm. I mean I think the flag like, yeah go. Yeah, like, yeah definitely uh, I got no use for statues. Yeah, those are I terrible. Know, I don't know what that deal is. Yeah, but I but I don't you know just immediately say okay, everyone has to leave the country now because you're just you're horrible and I can't look at you anymore. Uh, I don't think that that serves anybody very well.
1: Mike Amoson filling in for Leach. News Stock ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY. I was going through the uh, grocery store mm. and I'm walking down the uh, soda aisle. Some call it pop. I call it soda. It's pop. Yeah, either either or. No, anyway, it's pop. I was I was I had to do a double take because I looked and Squirt is still sold as a soda. Oh, you can still get a two liter of Squirt. You can still get a two. I thought that had gone away. Yeah. A long time ago, like I hadn't seen that since I was a kid, and I was like, Wait a minute, Squirt's still around? I I haven't yeah. I haven't had Squirt in forever. Probably because it's you never go anywhere in a restaurant and be like, Hey, you got any Squirt yeah. back there? you know ask someone for some squirt <laughs> we have iced tea lemonade pepsi products squirt got a squirt <laughs> um which is why maybe it went away for a while but it's come back i tried it once as a kid i couldn't tell you the exact flavor of what squirt should be is it grapefruit is that the, the i think that's I was, the i I think that's what it was it, it. it sure wasn't i was told by my 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 dad at the time oh it's just like seven up no it's not, it's not like it's nothing no. like seven up My old man lied to me. Yeah, I mean, I haven't. uh, So I don't think it ever went away. I don't think it ever stopped. I never. I haven't seen it in years.
0: But and then all of a sudden, squirt shows up. If I go to the New York Stock Exchange right now and buy some buy some shares
1: of squirt, (laughs) is
0: that a good investment? I (laughs) I wonder. I I
1: don't know. They've they've branched out too. There's not only squirt. (laughs) There's ruby red squirt. Oh. So, maybe that is a good investment. Maybe they're making a comeback. I'm not quite sure. I love when you just come across something and you go, I didn't know.
0: I didn't know Whatchamacallit was still a candy bar.
1: Oh, Whatchamacallits were delicious. Much better than squirt. Still out there. It is. I didn't need to buy one of those. I need to go up to a Whatchamacallit and squirt and put that up there. Yeah.
2: What do you got today, sir? Somebody's
1: selling a can of squirt. I I just want want a
0: can. And I
2: hope that uh, the murdering and the bloodletting that goes on in the world... Find some way to halt itself.
0: Merry Christmas, Ed. Merry Christmas, Ed. M to you. Thank you. Thank you, too. Thank you.
1: It's a Christmas in July spectacular with Ed Asner. Ed. The Santa Claus from Elf. I'm
2: mad. (laughs) Bloodletting used to be funny.
0: Mike and Molson filling in for Jim Leach this week on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY 6297970 is how you
1: reach us. Movie theaters around the country, I think, what is it, AMC and Regal and a couple other ones, Cinemark, are suing New Jersey saying if you let churches open, why can't you let us? So they're trying to find ways to make money. Mm-hmm. Much like minor league baseball stadiums, but I think a great idea for some of them have turned themselves into Airbnbs. Yeah. Which I would love to do. That's brilliant. Now, uh, movie theaters, a, a couple in particular, Waterworks Cin- Cinema and the East Coast, are now offering private theater rentals for up to twenty people for fifty bucks. So, you go, you, you give them fifty bucks. Now, you can't just show anything they have a They have a list of movies for you uh, that you can choose to watch in their theaters for fifty dollars for you and twenty of your friends. Uh, they include movies like Ghostbusters. The original, uh, not, the, not the other one with uh, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, Jurassic Park, Gremlins, Back to the Future, The Matrix, Jaws. These are all the ones that you could run out of theater and watch. So 629-7970, the listener contact line, we want to know, given that opportunity, what is the one movie... That you would want to rent out the theater and watch with your friends for 50 bucks. Get 20
0: friends together, 50 bucks. God, I would do it for 100 bucks. That,
1: that's, oh, yeah. That's nothing. That's nothing for it. Um, you have the whole theater. Now, they don't give you any concessions. You're right. just getting the theater and the movie in and of itself. And you can sit there and on the big screen see the movie you, you want to see. Be. What's and, that movie? And
0: I was looking here. Yeah, here's some. Um movies that need to be seen on the big screen. You know, there are some that oh, right, it yeah, doesn't yeah, matter, yeah. but there are certainly, any, and a lot of it is always kind of the, you know, like— Big uh, action
1: um, movies need to be seen on the yeah. big screen. Uh, I'm trying to rack my brain, though, what my one go-to movie would be. Like, to go be like, this is the one— Because it would—you're torn between, for me, I'm torn between something I have affinity to and love— mm-hmm and may have seen in my youth on the big screen, but haven't seen in years on the big screen, as opposed to something I never got a chance to see on the big screen when it came out.
0: Right. I think about, in fact, number one on this list here is 2001. I wouldn't waste 50 Which bucks on I that. Which, I know, yeah, it's not your thing. But I would see that on the big screen if that came around. Uh, but I was think that would be a, your choice. That's a big, no, but it, it's one of them. Okay. Uh, another one on the list here. This would be fun to get some friends together and go see Saving Private
1: Ryan. That'd be a nice night out, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it be It would be a nice getaway from all the, yeah. you know, it's such an uplifting story, especially that opening scene it really sets the tone for you. It'd be a nice escape from your day-to-day to go see um, that. But I understand with the the sound system and everything.
0: Well, and the, you know, the cinematography in there of course was was incredible. Jaws. Uh, see, that
1: may be the one that I would choose. Would be one to see on the big screen. Because I did not see that yeah. in the theater growing up. I was too young for that. So to see it now on the big screen, even though I don't know how well Jaws itself has aged, it's still the um, the, the fact that all you have to hear is, mm-hmm. and immediately go, uh-oh, this is not good for anyone involved in this situation. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I so watched it a... recently with my kids, and I mean, they they were gripped by it, and you know, they, okay. they jumped when things jumped. Um, but yeah, that would be one of those ones. So six two nine seven nine seventy. If you could pick
1: a a big screen movie to watch, what would it be? Uh, rent it out, you and some 50 friends. Fifty bucks. You got one choice. You got one shot at it. The last movie you may be able to see for a while. Fifty bucks. You and twenty of your friends. What are you going to put on the big screen?
0: We will invoke our usual disclaimer for all, oh, you, water, yes.
1: for all you water cooler comedians out there who are just itching
0: to call and say Debbie <laughs> Does Dallas. I know exactly which one I'm going to choose. I'm going to say Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> what about Knee Throat, huh? Eh, eh, yeah, no, please. We, we already know you're going to do it, so we have already said the joke. Now don't say the joke. I am so. What about that one? What about that one? It's a pretty good movie, socially acceptable, pretty good movie. (laughs) But uh, is there something some epic that you would love to
1: see? I don't know about. See, for me, it's there's just so many movies I love. It was hard for me to choose just one. That's that. That's why I want to hear some suggestions from the listeners here because maybe that'll kind of shape my decision. You are on WMAY.
2: Hi. Uh, one I would love to see on a big screen again is Fantasia.
1: Oh, oh right! Wow, that, that's, that's a, a great idea. Wow, that's a deep cut, and I
2: like it. That yeah. would be good. That, I mean, the uh, the it was uh, um, brand new stuff way back in the what '60s or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, for that. The, cutting uh,
2: edge. The, the, yeah, it was, uh, and you lose a lot when you see it on a television screen, but. Big screen with that uh, good call. quality of a work. Yeah, I would love to see that again.
1: I appreciate the phone call. Plus, you have the benefit of a better sound system, mm-hmm. which Fantasia is for all your senses with the sound, all the visuals going with the music that go along with it. So that's a good choice. Fantasia may be one. Uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I already uh, saw it. They
0: would say uh, on there. Um, what else? Uh, I already saw the Lord of the Rings.
1: Avengers Endgame was one you had to see on the big screen. You're on WMAY?
2: If, uh, I don't know what the rules are as far as can you bring drinks in, but I think Animal House would be fun to watch.
1: There's the a good one. That is a good one. That that would be a nice escapism that's right a great now. Idea. We need great We need some Animal House in our lives right now. I
0: thought they were doing something for the Blues Brothers' 40th anniversary
1: like I believe that. they are. You, that may be coming back around. Uh, that would be a fun one yes, to see. Would appreciate the phone call. That's a in good choice. Case. Animal House may be one because that's kind of a group setting movie to yeah, watch. Yeah, totally.
0: Totally. Hi, you're on WMAY. I would probably pick Apollo 13.
1: That's a good oh, one. Oh, that is a good one.
0: I saw that one on the big screen, and I would go see that
1: again. Thanks for the call. 629 I was against going to see that. Funny story about Apollo 13. So, family's like, hey, we're going to the movies. I was like, uh, it was, it was back when I still had a vendetta against Tom Hanks because Forrest Gump beat Pulp Fiction for Best Picture. <laughs> so, I was like, I don't want anything to do with that Tom Hanks a character. Vendetta. So... I was like, I'm not going to Apollo 13. They're like, my parents are like, you're going. I'm like, no, I'm gonna go to the Power Rangers movie. So five minutes into the Power Rangers movie, I ended up back in Apollo 13. That's how bad that was. Hi, <laughs> you're on WMAY. Hey
2: guys, good to hear you guys back. Thank you. <clears throat> um, I don't know. Since we're talking older movies, it seems I'd probably grab up a 12 pack of Squirt and head out and watch. <laughs> I don't know, Smoking the Bandit. Or, oh, hey, you know what any any Chevy Chase movie, I mean, you know, and 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 Mike, that uh, that squirt is similar to PBR. You know, it didn't quite go away. Okay, this was never really, you know, gotcha. talked about or served. But but it's still out there, and I, I have a six pack or twelve pack now of it. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there we go. Thank See, you. There's a squirt aficionado. See how vast the audience is. It we found, is. found to a to squirt fan. Somebody likes squirt. <laughs> You're on WMAY.
2: Well, jaws is a great choice, but I got to say, Christine. Ooh. No kidding. Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, y-
2: Guys out there. Oh, I going to say, uh, yeah. Plymouth Belvedere, which they call the Fury, it actually wasn't a Fury; it was a Belvedere, which was a step down from the uh, Fury, but. Uh, Stephen King wanted to call it Fury because it uh, sounded more, yes, yeah, it's a
1: little more menacing that the Fury after me than Belvedere's after me.
0: Well, and it's interesting because we're kind of toggling between these epics, the uh, um, you know, like so, yeah, you know, to have
1: to see on the big screen with the centers, know, Star like the, Wars, Jaws, Saving those, Private those yes. saving by
0: Ryan, those kinds of things, but also. Animal House, Blues Brothers, uh, those kind of just fun things. Uh, another one from the list here would be uh, the movie Alien. Ridley Scott's Ooh, first yeah. one would be a yeah. great one to see on there.
1: And six two nine seven nine seventy, 7970 Colin, this all stemmed from there is a cinema on the East Coast that's renting out their cinemas for 50 bucks for you and 20 friends, and you can watch some of these classic movies, and we're just trying to figure out which one you would choose. And they, they, have, a n-
0: they have a list. They have
1: a narrowed list. We're, we're allowing you to choose from whatever movie you'd like to see. I think I know which one I would go for. It, it, there's there's so many running through my mind of, of movies that I loved, but I think it's because of the memory I have of when my dad would babysit us, we'd just go to the movies, and just how funny and how much he loved Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> that I, I'd i probably go Karate Kid. Yeah? Just, just, just for the memories? Th- 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 yeah, just for the memories and just evoke those type of feelings again. And then just the ending of that movie when he hits J- that jerk oh, Johnny yeah. Lawrence in the face with the crane kick. Everybody jumps up. and Oh, God. And Elizabeth Shue was hot.
0: Yeah. All right, we'll uh, take some more of your calls. Sorry, I got my brain distracted
1: there. Yeah, uh, sorry, Elizabeth uh, Shue does uh, that to a lot uh, of people. I did not care for the Godfather. What? Did not care for the Godfather.
0: Uh, how
3: can you even say that, Dad? Didn't like, didn't like it. Peter, it's so good. It's like the perfect I, I, this is what everyone always says. Whenever they say, oh, De
2: Niro, Al Pacino, I, I mean, listen, you never see
1: Robert Duvall. I, no, I, <laughs> no, fine, fine, I did not
0: like the movie.
1: <laughs> I didn't care for it either. Yeah.
0: It's Mike and Molson filling in for Jim Leach on WMA Wine. We're talking about if you have the opportunity to, because some movie theaters did, are doing this. Yeah,
1: rent out a theater. Uh, they give you a, a short list, but we're allowing you any movie. What would be that movie you would want to see on the big screen?
3: See the ending? Well, how can
1: you say you don't like it if
2: you haven't even given it a chance?
1: I but
3: agree with Joey. It's not really fair. That,
1: I have tried on three
0: separate occasions to get through it, <laughs> and I, I get to the scene where all the guys are sitting around on the easy chairs. Yeah, it's a are, great scene. I that's love that scene. been it's in
1: every anno. I have no idea what they're talking about. It's like they're speaking a different language. That's where I lose interest
0: and in I know, go away. They're speaking I'm, Italian!
3: The language they're speaking is a language of subtlety, something you don't understand.
0: I love the money pit. <laughs> that is my answer to that statement.
3: <laughs> exactly. Well,
1: there you go.
0: Whatever.
3: I like that movie too.
1: It's the Money Pit. I don't know if it'd be my choice for the big screen, but it's the Money Pit. It's a good one.
0: Hi, uh, you're on
1: WMAY. Go ahead.
3: Hi, I would like um, the Good,
1: the Bad, and the Ugly. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good classic That's- Clint Eastwood. And- Western, and there were there was an yeah. era
0: of those just huge cinematic, you know, Lawrence of Arabia kind of
1: movies. Yeah, Good Bad the Ugly had good cinematography, and you gotta love hearing that song yeah. in a movie that theater. Music. Yeah, he died
3: today. Oh yeah, He died today. Oh the, yeah, he the did. Man who yes, wrote the music.
1: yeah, he did.
0: But That's I'd fortunate. say
3: the Deer Hunter, and was um,
0: a
1: good one. Apocalypse Now.
3: Yeah. Oh wow. Butterfield, Butterfield.
1: Appreciate the phone call. Thanks. Good, bad, and the ugly.
0: You know, like the Disney Herbie movies. Those are good ones.
1: (laughs) Gus, the field goal kicking mule. (laughs) You know, quality film like that. That's
0: right. Shakiest Gun in the West. Hi, you're on WMAY.
2: Hey guys, maybe just because it's a visual explosion, maybe Avatar. I think I'd love to see that again.
0: Avatar is high on the list of uh, things that you need to see on the big screen and I yeah, think that I is I didn't see it the first time. The way so it was made. Apple Dumpling Gang, you know, that kind of stuff.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> Hello. Hi. I love the idea of Jaws, but I would have to say because of the heat, I would like Christmas Vacation with Wirt. <laughs>
0: Just a little refreshment. And a melted whatchamacallit in your pocket. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That I smuggled
3: in. And some some Cap hot fries (laughs) and a whatchamacallit. Awesome. (laughs)
1: That sounds like a great day at the movies. a good night out. Squirt Cap fries and a melted whatchamacallit. Mike
0: Olson filling in for Jim Leach here on WMAY. 629-7970 is how you reach us. Interesting, you saw it. Yeah, interesting phenomenon has happened in this pandemic world that we are in is um, that our choices of what we're watching or choosing to watch on Netflix, on regular TV,
1: on whatever... Hulu, um, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, has, list goes on and uh, on.
0: ...has changed, and we seem to be gravitating to comfort TV. What
1: are they describing that as? And it's basically... Like vanilla, like just sort of nothing. It doesn't make me think. Just kind of whatever.
0: It's on. The premise is, and it seems to be bearing out at least in in what people are choosing uh, to watch is, um, you know, like There's, a, there's, 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 of there's enough going on in the world right now that's crazy and nuts and dramatic and sad uh, that people are gravitating to things that are. Yeah, they're not heavy. Okay. They're not, you know, yeah, sometimes it's just reruns. Sometimes it's just bubblegum stuff. Um, You know, ABC is reverting back to playing classic hits of The of the Bachelor. You know, just just stuff something like the, that doesn't okay. really require your brain to do too much. You don't have to turn your brain on at all. And the reason being that uh, people are
1: most of the day just bombarded with this stuff. Bombarded with stuff, whether you're online or wherever you're going, you're getting hit with all the other news. So you just want to get away from it for a while. Um, so they're, you know, the Babysitter's Club has been really big. Yeah, I heard, Um, there's a new one of those I did not realize. And, uh... I didn't realize those books were still popular. Yeah. Much like Squirt, I had no idea. (laughs) The Babysitter's Club, is the Squirt of the book world. So, one of the ones that I found, um... And I
0: have no, again, no connection to the show, no affinity to it. I just, it was one of those things that popped up, and I thought, okay, I'll watch this. Was the uh, the old Peter Gunn TV show? Oh, okay, in the early nineteen sixties, uh, where everything is all it's like shadowy and dark, and you know, really cool bass music. every yeah. time he walks around, and um, I don't know how comfort that is
1: for people, but for you, a, it was.
0: It's a nothing show.
1: Okay. Like yeah, it's a serial where every week there's a different bad guy that yeah. Peter Gunn has to has so, to bust. Six two nine seven
0: nine seventy. Is there a TV show that you've found yourself gravitating to just
1: because it's just good? You don't have to think. You don't have to get involved. Right. The just just to get away from the day to day. What's that one show that you're, your your go to show? Ago, it's been it's been a day. I don't want to deal with all the rest of the craziness of the world. I'm going to turn this on, and everything's going to be fine.
0: You know, and there are there are shows like Better Call Saul, where if you're in it, you're in it. You got to ride this thing through. You got to start from the beginning and and take it all the way. Right. Uh, or or Breaking Bad or Walking feel, Dead or one of those. I things. feel
1: like sitcoms are more your comfort level. Sure. For the most part, I've I've noticed, and I, we watch me and my wife watch all the Chicago shows, PD, Fire, and Med. And I know Chicago PD is on a lot of different, like, syndicated networks, but it's hard for me to get into an hour-long drama in the middle of, like, just a random season and a random episode. So, is it is I haven't watched any of those, is it a continuing storyline? So it gotta, usually is. I if mean, I turn
0: it on tonight, I won't know what's going on, really? Well,
1: I mean, you'll know Other because... Than
0: something's on fire?
1: Right. You'll know, like, what is actually going on in that episode because... Obviously, there's different subplots, but mm-hmm. you won't know the overarching run of what the story they're trying to sit, tell throughout the entire season. Whereas, like, I can turn on a syndicated episode of Modern Family and go, okay, right, you know, whatever. This is just, in and of itself, it is what it is, and you can just turn my brain off and watch that. Family Guy's another Family one. Family
0: Guy, Seinfeld, yeah. uh, where you can just watch an episode and not have to know what preceded it. Hi, you're on WMAY. There's a show on. It's
2: not on anymore, but... Over, but that Galifianakis. It's called Basket. It's oh. one of the funniest shows on TV.
1: Was that the one with him? Would Louis Anderson play his mom in that one? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. That's I'll right. have, I'll have to watch that. I never watched it the and first run.
2: Now the show that you have to watch, over the first season was over, and now because of COVID, it's going to take a while. But the Righteous Gemstones with Danny McBride. You have. Oh, that,
1: that looked good. That was on HBO, right? Yes. Okay. That looked good. The that... Baskets Baskets. great.
2: Four oh. years. It's an awesome show.
1: Cool. I appreciate the, appreciate the call. I may have to check that one out because I like Zach Galifianakis, and I heard Louis Anderson was great in that role. The Fabulous Gemstones thing is uh, Danny McBride as a family of, like, preachers. Uh, tele mm-hmm. so that looked pretty good too. And
0: uh, does this feel right to you? Do you feel like you are gravitating comfort. to things that would be just considered comfort TV, that there's not a lot of anxiety in the in the show? there's not a lot of stuff
1: going on. is that would that explain? because you have to turn you know, kind of just turn your mind off and not have to pay attention. Would that explain the phenomena of Tiger King? Possibly Tiger King is mentioned in this.
0: Um, although that was one that, again, you, when you got wrapped up in it, I guess you had to watch the whole thing. I watched an episode, and I was unmoved. I haven't watched an episode You'll, you'll be fine. You'll okay, be fine. I'll, I'll be able to live. You are on WMAY. Hello. My show
3: is Outlander.
0: Outlander. What, what do, do you like about that? can't
3: live movie? without it, and now the seasons are over.
0: Yeah. So, is there anything that uh, that you can go back and watch again that you would like to see, or is it? Uh, can you go back and start from the beginning?
3: Are you talking about In Outlander? Yeah. Oh yeah, I can watch okay. all five seasons all over again. Do it all
1: over again.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs>
3: romance, it's drama, it's war, it's everything.
1: Very nice. Appreciate the phone call. I
0: I recently have restarted watching Twenty Four. Okay. Did that cra- hold up? I was crazy about oh, that yeah, show. Oh yeah, you were a huge 24 guy. Um, and that it's a, it doesn't really fit the bill of no, mean, no. It's that comfort. It's it's it doesn't help anxiety at not all. Not at all. Um, and and it's an episodic show that you got to watch the whole thing. But I'm enjoying it as much as I did before. Did it, really? Yeah. That's
1: that's it's still sign, a, it's still a pretty solid a good, show. That's sign of a good there show. There are some
0: things where you're like okay, it's kind of like some early 2000s stuff, but not much. Mm. It's still it's still pretty solid. Interesting. Uh and and yeah, and it's I, I'm not sleeping well and I'm mad at people and I think I need to, you know, watch You
1: feel like there's a countdown everywhere <laughs> right. when
2: you walk into a room now what I'm, hour am I at now?
0: Wanna watch, you know, Marlo Thomas and that girl or
2: something. Hello, you're on WMAY. <laughs> you know, I, when I get home and I'm cooking dinner or, or just trying to get away from things, I turn on Big Bang Theory because I don't yeah. care if it's which season it is or what episode it is. I I'm you know, I'm there. It's yeah. short. It'll be done shortly. I'm not asking a million questions about yeah. how did they get there, or who got pregnant, and, and they really.
0: A Big Bang Theory did a really good job of sort of breaking that mold of you have to watch this every week or you're lost, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know the show before that that lasted 11 years, Mash. Mash. You could watch Mash from any one of those at any time you wanted to, and you're you're there.
1: Yeah, and Big I, Bang Theory is a good choice. It, it kind of that's kind of my been my wife's kind of go to where she's just kind of like. I'm going to throw this on because, yeah, it doesn't matter what season. It's all kind of the same stuff mm-hmm. happening anyway. Um, you mentioned Family Guy. Monday evenings are oh, completely useless for me. Wreck Because TBS, what if,
0: TBS shows all five straight hours of Family Guy. And it's like,
1: I'm just, I'm just going to sit here now and watch all of these. And they're, I laugh as much as I always have. They're so rewatchable. And there's, <laughs> there's, there's things sometimes where I know I've seen the episode maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. But I forget the certain jokes because there's so many that come at you so fast. Talk about Comfort
0: TV and uh, what are you gravitating to that isn't uh, isn't isn't stressing you out? And is that, is that kind of, like this article says, is that what people are, is that what you're watching right now in these unprecedented times? Mm-hmm. Hi, you're on WMAY. My,
3: my calm down show every night is Golden
1: Girl. Yeah? That's, that's one a lot that people go to. It's just, it's just... Good.
0: It's
3: it, just funny, it
2: gets,
1: wholesome.
3: It never gets old.
1: Yeah.
2: It no. never
3: gets old. I've probably seen every episode 15 times, and it just never gets old.
0: And I think that's really interesting, certain sitcoms that you know, Friends, I don't think, has held up. No. Friends is kind of stuck in the 90s. Right, It's a very but, specific to the time.
1: But, but you can hear a Rose St. Olaf story mm. over and over again, and it's always going to be funny. But, and the caller mentioned M.A.S.H., and there are, there are certain shows, like Seinfeld, where you go, all right, this I'm, this always works. I'm wondering, I it was such a big part of my childhood growing up, when my dad, every Thursday at 8 o'clock, shut up, cheers is on. Mm-hmm. I have not gone back and watched Cheers to see such how it on. would hold up today. If it, 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 it seems like it's one that would hold up, but I don't know for sure. Six two nine seven nine seventy. Hello, you are on the radio.
2: You know, I, I think Cheers would hold up. But one that I I still watch anytime I see it on is Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith. I mean, yeah, you, know, you talk about a show that you just can relax and don't have to think about anything. It doesn't yep. discuss any you know problems of the day. It still makes me laugh. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. There's somebody, I think it was like Sundance or somebody sh- on Sunday mornings
1: yeah. shows it for eight hours straight. Yeah, you'll get a lot of it. You can find it on yeah. there. I know there's still on a lot of the cable networks. Thanks for the call. 629 Franklin and Bash. That would be... <laughs> <laughs> I, I did love that show, though. I'd I'd rewatch Franklin and Bash. Mark sure. Paul Gosler. Come on. Zach Morris is a lawyer. Meyer. You are on WMAY.
0: Hello. Hi. Hi. I was calling in about the
1: feel-good
3: sitcom show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Cheers is good, Friends is great, but Everybody Loves Raymond is true to life, if you've ever been married.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a funny show. And there's not, and again, there again, you don't...
3: absolutely no thinking at all. No. And <laughs> of course, it's the total epitome of an in-law situation. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yes. Appreciate the call there. Yeah, King of Queens is kind of another yeah. one, similar to everyone's Raymond, it was kind of the offshoot. Just shows like that, and I... I get that people—that's what you gravitate gravitate to
0: now. Because I, I'll find myself looking around in the evening for something to watch, and it's like, oh, that's too heavy. Oh, that's a damn new show. Uh, or and I just want something that's just there. Especially when we're running out—is what TV was intended to be, which is a vast the, wasteland <laughs> of, of nothing.
1: Now, it's one of those things because, yeah, especially now that we're running out of new shows, they're not yeah. in production and everything else. I can see why you would gravitate back to some of your old classic favorites. Six two nine seven nine seventy is how you reach us.
0: Hello, you're on WMAY. Hey guys, good to hear you I'm back on the radio. Thank you, thank you.
2: I uh, I just got Roku and went back to watching Prison Break.
0: Oh yeah, I you know I was yeah. into that for a while and then I kind of lost track of it. How, is that one
1: still good?
2: Yeah, I watched it all when it was on TV, but you know it. Still a good show
1: to go back and watch. Cool. Two of the dudes from Prison Break, I think, ended up on Legends of Tomorrow on uh, on the CW, a DC show. Oh, yeah. The phone call. Yeah. A couple of the guys from Prison Break were on on that show, which is a, a show I enjoy. But I wouldn't call Legends of Tomorrow a comfort show because it's one you have to watch every week. You just yeah. get dropped in. You go. I don't know exactly what's going on here. Yeah.
0: I've been rethinking my revisiting of 24 just because I can tell you get that on I, edge. I'm,
1: I'm not me trying to be more key for Southern like I really am. It's like, we're running out of time! I need this! Come on! Time si- for the weather! You're sitting you're sitting at the stoplight. I need to get somewhere! Chloe! bam. Bam, <laughs> Sit sing along. Football. Football. Foot- football. football. Running. Football. Tackling football. Touchdown, Throwing a pass across the goal line into
0: the end zone. And we kind of had a sense that this maybe was coming down the line,
1: but it's official now. Yeah, there was a big to-do last night. The Ivy League was going to make an announcement today about fall sports, whether they would be played at all. And then the big question was, what will the Ivy League's announcement do to shape the announcement for the rest of of college sports as we head into the fall season with it very much up in the air in these coronavirus times we live in. And they have made the decision, no sports for the rest of fall. Done. Canceled. uh, Nothing. Tweet from
0: John Rothstein says uh, uh, the conference will not entertain any sports being played until after January 1st. Ivy League programs have been informed that fall sports have been canceled. Winter sports will have an update uh, mid-July on their respective practice schedules. But uh, the earliest we're going to see something from the Ivy Leagues anyway will be January January 1st. And, yeah, if the Ivy Leagues are out, then what's the point of?
1: Well, I mean, the Ivy League, here's the thing. The Ivy League kind of is their own conference for football and plays in the lower levels of football, so it's not going to affect. But let's say, for instance, sometimes Penn State will play Harvard Mm -hmm. as one of their non-conference games. Well, now, all of a sudden, Penn State will have an empty week on their schedule. How are they going to fill it? Because It it, it is going to be a, a domino effect. It doesn't mean that the rest of the country is going to follow suit, but it does set a precedent. And also, I've heard there are the Big Ten, some schools in the Big Ten have wanted to go to a more regional schedule and not play. So rather than playing, I don't know, going out to the West Coast where it may be a surge, there would be a schedule where Big Ten football would play, like, four or five FCS teams. So, like, Illinois would play Western Illinois, Illinois State, Southern Illinois. They play down in level of the schools Mm. just so that they don't have to travel as much. And how would that then bear out in Big Ten standings and conference standings and everything else? So this is a huge announcement from the Ivy League. And if you're the Big Ten, if you're one of the other leagues and you don't do this— what does
0: that say? You know, the Ivy Leagues have made their decision. Well, and who's going to, are, are, are people going to buck it and say,
1: we're going to do it anyway? Well, here's the problem. You're right. Because now has it all just become the Power Five conferences who would lose the most money mm-hmm. without having the television revenue? What does this do for well, the American that. Athletic Conference, yeah. who doesn't have the, the sway? So are we only going to see the Power Five conferences actually buck the trend and play? And then what does that do? How does that schedule look like? Yeah, and if there's and if there's some kickback from the public saying, hey, you know, what do you do? everybody it, else it, is, it, is it, doing it, it right. And you're out here playing, so the PR nightmare that you may get on that. So this is the first domino to drop in these decisions going forward with the Ivy League saying no fall sports whatsoever. <clears> Not going to happen until January 1.
0: ABC News takes us around the world. Then Kevin Hart will be in the WMAY News Center. We are back and in I gotta, a few. By
1: the way, I mean, yeah, okay. this is where we get our beef out.
0: <laughs> what? Well, not usually. Is this
2: where we squashed be What?
1: He forgot our hamambre, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mike and Molson filling in for Jim Leach here on News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY six two nine seven nine seventy is how you reach us on the telephone.
1: This is an interesting thing that came across today when I was perusing the sgr.com
0: Yeah, and it's been in the works for uh, a little while. And, and you know, this this building at the corner of Fourth and Adams. Trying used, to envision where that's at. It used to be a bank. It is on the south uh, southwest corner. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know. So, you got, was... so right across the street from Buzz Bomb, across Fourth. Okay. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Now.
1: Um,
0: and it was a bank. Uh, I don't know how long ago. Gosh, I, I, I don't even remember it. I'm trying to picture even what bank it was. Anyway, um, somebody has purchased it, and they're turning it into something that's going to be called public market. Hmm. All right, like a Whole Foods, but more yeah. public market kind of sort of maybe okay. it's, it's going to have local vendors in there so people will so vendors will be able to purchase a space in inside there okay and sell their their food so it's almost like an indoor farmers market of sorts hmm. um there will be uh i guess some dining in there and they're going to put a uh, a bar up on the roof Those are always fun yeah
1: I um, don't know what it is about it's not safe. It's you're not supposed to be up there. <laughs> That's, but you're like, I'm not supposed to be up here drinking. That's what makes right. it. Ooh, it's exciting. Going and back fun. To when you are a kid. Like, get down from there. What are you doing up
0: there? You're supposed to be up there.
1: There's never a better drink in Disney in Disney World than when I'm on the California Grill, like 16th <laughs> floor out there on the observation deck. Like, look at me. I'm drinking on the roof.
0: And uh, there's going to be an outdoor patio, a beer garden out back, um, uh, multi-use spaces with private event areas Dang. and individually owned vendor areas within. So it's a pretty neat and pretty ambitious idea. Um, and some of the uh, pictures, some of the mock-ups, and everything look really, really, really cool. And it's, it's going to be a really interesting use of that space. And so it got me thinking six two nine seven nine seventy. You know, we all you get heartbroken when something like the feeds. Store, oh, yeah, down. that was... Uh, Dell's Popcorn, not going to be downtown anymore. Um, Arlington's is just going to be a venue. That was, I think, in the works for a while. But uh, we, we, we lost some places. Mm-hmm. And, right, and, yeah. And we, and we may lose some more, and it's unfortunate. Um, but it's also an opportunity for somebody else to say, all right, I'm going to make something happen here.
1: Well, could it also be an opportunity, 629797, could it be an opportunity for the feed store if they to maybe be inside this food hall type thing.
0: Well, possibly.
1: Because there are similar concepts to this in Chicago Mm -hmm. that I've seen where popular restaurants in Chicago who don't have the reach, like they have one store and it's kind of farther north, so in order to be a more centralized location, they have a small little operation inside this bigger right. food hall so they can and it's a limited menu it's not the exact same it's menu it's kind of what they're going to do here yeah and, and so you get a little sampling of what something has to offer so right. is that a way for them to come back and just focus on a smaller lim- more limited menu more limited time frame yeah. and still serve the public that way imagine the
0: Imagine all the benefits of having a bunch of food trucks, but they're all in one building. That's right, kind yeah. of what they're looking at, and then some some uh, up, more upscale dining upstairs where hmm. you can sit, and then up on,
1: on the up, on top upstairs, of that, on the you roof, have the, you can, on the roof, you have the you bar. Stand up
0: on a roof where you're not supposed to be.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, I think you know what I think. This is a perfect opportunity for hmm. our kebab stand. Oh yeah. I mean, we've been waiting. We've been sitting on that idea for so long. I think that's where it needs to go. I mean, originally we we're going to put it over by by Shields there, but I think the kebab stand would be perfect downtown. And, and we could be if there's a way to stay open late. Can you imagine how many kebabs you would sell to the drunks coming out of there at uh, you know three in the morning?
0: So they're, you know, with as unfortunate as some of the closures have been, there are opportunities right. for new things to open. They're still having conversations about the Y block and what, yeah, what could go, what go there. there. Uh, so six two nine seven nine seventies. What's what's missing that you would like to see downtown? Uh, because some of those places, like Dells, like the fees, those are those are prime locations.
1: Augies is another one. Well, to your point too about the, this food hall thing of the opportunity. Maybe you, someone with an idea. Right, but they're a little afraid to go full bore and have their own place. This may be an opening to them to try to tip, kind of dip their toes in the water. Like, okay, I have this quality product. I I think it can sell. I'll be a part of this food hall thing, and if it goes well, maybe I can take that revenue and then I can move into one of those areas that unfortunately we lost.
0: Question number two is, and it was just a happenstance of the times. You know, a lot of restaurants now have moved their tables outside. The city has blocked off a couple of lanes where they have put the tables out into yeah. the, in the street a little bit, and it's awesome. It it's is cool. Really cool on a summer's night to see I, all those people hanging out. I, want, down there. I
1: understand now why those fancy Europeans like it so much uh, with their al
0: fresco. You know, they've per, they've blocked off at least for the summer uh, Adams Street there in front of Buzz Bomb and Cafe Moxo, uh, and they've been making use of that every evening, and it's cool seeing all that those seems people awesome. down there yeah. and these restaurants. And I'm thinking, why on earth would we not do that every Again, summer every
1: su- yeah that needs to why happen why not make
0: it a permanent thing i don't think it's bumming anybody out that those you know the couple of lanes are closed or that the little chunk of Adams is shut down who cares, no, who
1: cares? yeah exactly um, there's always plenty of parking somewhere and, it, and it's the thing that people talk
0: about a lot is we need outsidey things downtown and boom um, you got it taken care of and i work down there and it's just awesome to see people hanging out enjoying a meal and i i, I can't see any reason why we but, wouldn't continue yeah, that doing should keep that. coming back you are on wmay go ahead uh, oh, no, or
1: you would have been if you buying. had a
0: little bit of patience. Yeah, I, I just—I little... was yammering.
1: No, I do like the outdoor. I almost prefer it anymore, right? I yeah. mean, not 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 only because I feel safer in that situation, but to your point, it's just it's different and it just feels more open and more inviting. Just to, and, and to to just kind of see people hanging out together outside.
0: Yeah, you know, and it was unfortunate that the folks who own Augies, I mean, they they were planning to retire anyway. I think yeah, this kind yeah. of accelerated it. Um, but when the, the restaurants started opening back up at the end of June um, and you started seeing all these people sitting outside and enjoying downtown outside, driving up and on, down those streets, it's like, man, that's that's something that downtown needs
1: and could use. I will say, though, I think there are the one town point I feel bad for some of the servers because those, those restaurants, some of them weren't set up to walk outdoors no. and, and serve the food, so uh, sometimes you go a little precarious for them. But overall, I think it's been a cool vibe, and I know there's some people like, well, but it gets so hot out. It's well, just deal. Yeah, you deal with it. I'm sorry that it's summer. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sorry that that's a problem. But if you, if I like that option, and I don't, yeah. I don't, I feel like that's something to your point. We should continue on. And is that. Bumming anybody out that that street's blocked off, or that
0: a couple of lanes here and there uh, in front of you know Galena's or wherever um, that
1: you have to weave around. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Who cares? I'd it's rather the, I'd rather have people out so uh, outside enjoying the businesses than to just not have it at all, and just so I could have a little bit of extra street. Yeah, kudos to them for figuring it out. Right. Kudos to the city for making it possible.
0: Uh, and let's make it a regular thing. Let, every let's so. do this. Hello, you're on WMAY.
2: Yeah,
0: they're gonna call it QB for sure. What?
2: What?
0: If you have a better punchline, you can always call back. We're always open <laughs> to your amazing comedy styles. Hi, you're on WMAY.
2: Amazing comedy styles of Mike and Johnny. There you That's go. Right. Oh. Uh, uh, wouldn't it be neat to have a tapas bar downtown where tapas? you could just run in, get some appetizers, sit down with your friends, grab some drinks, mm-hmm. well, that'd just be sit and enjoy it.
1: That'd be perfect, especially when you get the Hoagland back, mm-hmm. so you can have a nice little, quick little bite here and there, and then head over and see a, a production. Yeah,
2: fast in, fast out, no other way around it. And and I I really miss, there. We used to have a lot of restaurants on upper floors in Springfield. We have a pretty good view, no matter how small the city is. Mm-hmm. And it'd be neat if we had some like a rooftop dining places because we all love the open air. We 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 know it's what it's like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I
1: appreciate the phone call. Yeah. And it's neat the way you know
0: Buzzbomb has set themselves up, where they just open up that whole front area there, um, and so you just walk up and, and get something to drink and keep walking. I know Floyd's is is doing something there in the alley, mm-hmm. um, and while it's out of necessity now, make it permanent.
1: Give yeah, make, make it an every summer thing. Exactly. At least then you have the option. Yeah. And it also allows you to have you know expand expand your reach. It allows you to kind of make money on both mm-hmm. ends there, and it's that it's that vibe that Springfield has
0: always talked about. Of well, there's not you know that doesn't uh, do open air, say, yeah. open air stuff to do, uh, but people are digging it, and they're taking advantage of it. And keep it, make it. Keep it going, make it. it, a going. Thing. Make it a yeah, make, because it, it, as unfortunate as it has been to to lose some of those great institutions that have been down there, what a cool opportunity now to inject some new
1: life in there. And I hope that happens. Agreed. I'm already I'm already writing up the schematic of the kebab stand. Unless you're, so we're ready to go. Actually, the usual. Pessimist of, of course, everything's the so, worst. Yeah. Oh, downtown is terrible. town in the world. I can't park, and dude,
0: it's boring. I had to park on one block and then walk to the next pod block.
1: Yeah. That involved my feet. I don't like that. that. That's not fair. Ooh, could we instead of kebab stands, could we just have like the rickshaw carts and serve the <laughs> kebabs that way? <laughs> then you wouldn't even have to walk. Right. You can have a great meal, but you got to catch us
0: first. <laughs> hey. Daily poll today asking you, do you think the state of Illinois will revert back in its phases of reopening if COVID cases begin to rise significantly? 83% of you right now say, yep, that's probably going to happen. Yeah, if we get a spike. Daily poll is brought to you by Adams Pest Control for commercial, residential, real estate inspections and termite control. Cast your vote at WMAY.com slash poll or on the WMAY mobile app.
1: Uh, quickly there is Johnny Depps in court right now he sued a British tabloid about uh, a story they did where he was called a wife beater by Amber heard oh, yeah. so now now there's a big back and forth so that uh, he sued the Sun over in Britain and that got underway yesterday <sighs> testimony started um, there's some crazy stuff it's one of those ones that's gonna make me feel good about my life oh but yeah I'm not them yeah just just when you thought this is just the opening arguments. Just when you thought that Johnny Depp wasn't, I mean, great actor, but a weird dude, yeah. gets weirder. Um, he says that he's now convinced Amber Heard came into his life to take take uh, take me for, take from me anything worth taking and then destroy what remained of it. Whoa. Mm-hmm. He uh, says he married a conniving, mentally twisted, fame-starved user who cheated on him, chopped off the tip of one of his fingers, burned his cheek with a cigarette, and may even have pooped in their bed as a prank. <laughs> Yeah, because apparently at one point, and then he admitted he's done every drug known to man by the age of 14, but insisted he's not a monster. He said uh, admitted using cocaine, ecstasy, LSD, psychedelic mushrooms, pot, calling them, quote, the only thing I found to numb the pain. Um, He went on, at one point, there was this weird thing that, oh, he went there, he was drunk, ends up, and he's on a gurney. And somehow she cuts off part of his middle finger. He then allegedly used that finger stump to scrawl accusations of infidelity by heard in blood and blue paint on the walls. Oh, God. It's like, oh, my God. It just
0: keeps getting weirder and weirder. You think you'd like that lifestyle, that money and everything and And
1: anything you can do. "Eh, "That's not worth it. He goes on to say she's sociopathic. She's a narcissist. Um, He then talks about the pooping in the bed incident, and she's tried to blame the dog, but he said the dogs are too tiny to have that kind of (laughs) of, um, of coverage. Yeah, and then at one point, um, he even says... He was a responsible parent by giving his thir- then 13-year-old daughter some pot because he's being responsible because he made sure the stash wasn't tainted with anything. Nice, nice, nice. And he says, I hate to advocate drugs, alcohol, violence, or insanity to anyone, but they've always worked for me. <laughs> I don't think they have. You've got your pinky finger chopped off and you're scrawling weird messages. Yeah, sounds like
0: you're living your best
1: life. <laughs> it really does. You know, they're host guys, they're not, you know, non-host guys.
0: You know how much hose I've got? Sorry for the premature hose there. I we we're coming back into programming.
1: Well when you got that much hose, you gotta it, let it out early so you're ready when you need it. I mean when you got five hundred feet of hose.
2: I'm a hose guy. Were you a hose guy? You know there are hose guys, There are not you know, non hose guys. You know how much hose I've got? He's got five hundred feet of hose. That's a lot of
0: hope. 629-7970. Micah Molson filling in for Jim Leach here on WMAY.
1: I love how in this article, this little snippet of an article I have, they say the concept of this is simple. No, it's not to me. Not at all. Not at all. Straighten you out. Yeah. Apparently, uh, latest child-rearing fad, co-parenting, is on the rise as singles desperate to have kids link up to raise children together. Huh. Which they say, the concept is simple. Two strangers who want kids but don't have partners team up to have and raise a child together. They're, apparently it's So basically ba- you're being parents as friends. Well, basically, yeah, kind of. Because they're they're basing this on the new show on Fox, which I have not watched. Have you heard of this one, Labor of Love? They, the competitors, it's a single woman, and at the end of the competition, uh, she can, she chooses them to either be a donator or actually be a, uh, what's the word? Actually be a real boyfriend. So they can donate the important things for the baby, right? Or they can do it the old fashioned way and earn it. Uh so the unusual arrangement is drawing so much interest there's now a slew of co-parenting websites uh coparents.com pollen tree and pride angel are some of them pollen tree yeah where here's okay the whole the kid the whole thing seems goof to me like i understand you have the best intentions here mm-hmm. And the fact that you want to find someone who—because basically they're saying one of them is like Tinder, where you swipe right, swipe left, you put your likes, dislikes on there to see if you're going to be agreeable on your parenting style together. But it's a total stranger that you're just going to raise a child with? Isn't there a little bit more to raising kids? I don't have them because I know I can't do it. (laughs) Well, and I think it's—even
0: if it's not a stranger, just this notion that two single people— can figure out an arrangement to a create a baby because this is we're not talking about single parents who have kids and they and they're no, trying no, to no, figure
1: no, out no, a way no. just to get no. a, these a are mom people, or a dad in the yeah, scene. These are people who actually want kids but don't been ha- trying to have one together. They want kids but they don't want a relationship. Right, but um, they but they're gonna
0: get one. And it, it, how how would you not if you're co-parenting? How would you not? That is a permanent bond.
1: Yeah. Apparently, uh, at one, you you look at each other's likes, don't like, uh, and then you can start a conversation, opt for free, premium, or annual subscription uh, with varying degrees of benefits. And the creator of the website, Mo Damily, M O Damily instead of family, uh, mm-hmm. offers a personal matchmaking service for $2,500 to $10,000. So, as any of this sounds, one, simple, and two, like a good idea. 629 nine, seven,
0: 7970. So, do you. Do you cohabitate? I assume yes. Or do you just trade the kid off like it's a lawnmower?
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't—I understand the concept, but I you're right. There's so many, like, varying degrees of questions I have about all of this. Do you just—is it shared custody? Is it like, okay, now we have it, we're going to co-parent, or we live together for a while, and then we go our separate ways, but we kind of—I don't know, because— well. It just seems so weird. To, it, it, it's almost, I don't know, this, this is almost more bizarre to me than the throupling is. Yeah. I agree. I mean, the the throupling, at least you kind of go, okay, weird, but I get it. This well, is not kinda, a family involved. Well, there is going to be one in the throuple we talked oh, about on right, Monday. Yeah. But, I mean, at least you kind of still know, hey, there's a mom, there's a dad, and this other person is going to help raise the kid. Mm-hmm. Here, there's so many variables to yeah. this. And I don't know if I would just trust to go on the Internet and be like, I guess the end game for dating sometimes obviously is marriage and children, so I don't know how much this differs from online dating per se. But I don't know if I would go straight to a website going, "Well, I really want a kid. This this person really wants a kid. They look nice. Let's start a conversation." Yes, we can have the kid and co-parent.
0: Well, and consider this: it sound at least what it sounds like they're describing is. Although we are co-parents, we're not together, so I can go and have another girlfriend over here, Mm -hmm. uh, but be a parent with this friend over there. Um, And so, I mean, think about all of the things that have to line up for that to work. First of all, you got to find another person who you share enough values with, right and, and, and just beliefs with that you can, okay, yes, we, we agree on this is what it's like to be a parent. Now you've got to figure out a way because you' not you're not a couple. Mm-hmm. So you're free to go date someone else. So you've got to find somebody, else who's, who's okay cool. with, with the scenario having, of
1: you having a, a kid who maybe
0: doesn't want a kid of his or
1: her own someday <laughs> right? because uh, you've got one over here with the or imagine if you will for a moment you trying to explain that on a first date to someone you eventually may marry Shoot, going boy going, okay, what's going on with with this? Were you guys, no, I wasn't a couple. Well, why do you have a kid together? Well, I was on the website and we decided we wanted kids. I didn't know if I was going to have an actual relationship at some point. Just thought it'd be easier this way. But now, well, why wanted to be your first kid. There's just so much goof to this, And I
0: really, I mean, regardless of how open-minded you might be, I'm really having trouble with the idea of being a parent with someone and not... Having a relationship with that person, uh, or not being married to that person, not being connected to that person, because you are immediately connected.
1: Yeah, with a Look, child.
0: I'm a single dad, but I am forever connected to my kid's mom. For, for you know,
1: for eternity. For, for better, or for worse. Yeah. Yes, that that's the way it goes. And that's the other thing about this too that I don't understand. Of like, if you have that many shared values, right, when it comes to parenting and everything else. I feel it would be very difficult not to eventually turn into a relationship. And that seems going, inevitable, too. If you're going through all of that. And if you have one person coming in saying, no, 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 I just want to be a co-parent with you. I don't want anything else to do with you. There's going to be unrequited love at some point in that relationship. You would you would expect or think, Probably. right? I mean, if you're going to go this far to where you want to raise another human, there's got to have some other connection just, hey, there's my buddy.
0: Well, and when you when you look at just our biological makeup of why we get into relationships and how we size other people up, it always has you know it, at, at the deepest part of our DNA, it has something to do with yes, she can bear children, yes, he is uh, right. he, he can he can provide yeah, for us right. and all, er, the, all the old yeah, caveman gather that are still somewhere in our makeup. Um, I don't think you can shake free of that.
1: I don't. I don't think you can either. And I, am shocked that there are that many websites having to deal with this concept. I'd be curious if anybody knows anybody who's successfully pulled this off. Um,
0: I mean, it's a, it's also, it's like a or step- in
1: hindsight would rather have that. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> would, kidding. Would rather have had that done. Hey, man, if I could just been single and co-parent, I love my kid. But I, hmm. I mean, it
0: seems like there's an uptick of late of open relationships. Which isn't BS
1: posturing, I think. I think it is too. Because that just seems like you wanted an escape route. Yeah. I mean, part of being in a relationship, being in a marriage, is it's challenging at times. Mm-hmm. And there's also times where you go, you know what? We tried. God bless it, but it's done. Yeah. And this it's just, open, the open marriage thing, I don't get.
0: And, and I'm not saying it, it's impossible for it to work, but oh my God, the landmines that so exist many. there because somebody's going to get left out. It's just, it's just a law of math.
1: Yeah, because it's gonna go. In, then does it turn into a contest? Like, well, he's going out on a Friday night. Yeah. I better be going out on a Friday or night. Someone's got a really good deal going on. One of those things. One of those. Th- well, okay. And do you have to always go? Now I've gone down the rabbit hole. Sure. Of this Weird uh, thing. But why not? Why not? We're no, here it, anyway. It, exactly. <laughs> um, but do you have to always end up at the? If you have an open marriage, do you have to set boundaries of? well we only do it here mm-hmm. if you're going to do the other things the no pants dance it's got to be with the per- the other person at the other their other place
0: oh yeah i never thought about
1: that because you can't do it here this this is this is or can f- you i don't know that's one what I'm w- because let's say let's just say hypothetical you have one of these goofed open <laughs> marriages okay you freak and on friday night you go out with one date, you go out on the other date. Right. How awkward would it be when you both try to come back right. to the house and get Who the gets state? the bed? Right, exactly. What's going on? Well, you can get- No, I don't want the guest room. There. It's uncomfortable there. Well, too bad. I got home first. I was able to seal the deal quicker. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just, I mean, yeah, just just put just up with be. the misery of a relationship. Yes, please. That's a lot easier than whatever you're trying to do. Whether it be your thrupling, <laughs> your open marriage,
1: or your modamily.com, whatever it may be, just- be. Just try it normal for once. Yeah, and I, you know, look, I hate it, to be that guy on the lawn, no, but when it comes to this stuff, I feel I'm a little yeah.
0: Well, and I, I don't think it's necessarily being a traditionalist. I think it's just it's it's just really hard to picture it. Again, I know some people pull it off and they make it work and whatever, um, but it just seems like so much more. Just in the interest of appearing open-minded,
1: uh, yeah. So in, someone, so, inevitably, in all those situations, someone has more deep seated and gets a of little, course. and gets burned on it's those just, things.
0: It's just the nature of things. All right, it is five fifty. It is time to go to Culver's West on Wabash and try to get yourself some uh, curbside pickup. Don't know what I was leading into there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you had something though in the mind. All was.
0: set up, ready to go. I'm going to knock this one out of the park. not sure what sentence I was planning on saying, but it wasn't that one.
2: And and the people who really care about our – oh, man, I'm having a cramp. Oh, Oh, no. Sorry, guys. That's all right. Oh, man. So, you know, we were talking about muscles that you didn't even know you had. I just had one. Uh Oh, Oh, dude, that was was live radio, baby. That was –
1: Former Energy Secretary Rick Perry on the program. That's right. While he's doing Dance with the Stars, cramped up on us.
0: It's Mike Molson in for Jim Leach on WMAY.
1: Could you go to an amusement park and not scream? Boy, that's tough. I know Disney's opening this Saturday, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. And Animal Kingdom's got a kick-ass roller coaster, expos Everest. I don't know if I could not... Not scream on that one. So in Japan's amusement parks now, including Universal
0: Studios and Tokyo Disney, uh, they're opening, and with certain safety
1: guidelines, they say, wear a mask. Okay. Obviously, that's smart. And they are discouraging screaming. Well, because we've learned that loud talking, projecting, can lead to more coronavirus germs in the air. So I don't know, man. That's tough. Not screaming on a roller coaster. Now,
0: to demonstrate that they could, um, they had two of their
1: executives sit on a roller coaster (laughs) with masks on. These guys, oh, you got to see the video. These guys Uh, look as if they're not having a lick of fun. It's like they're on a bad merry-go-round. And so, yeah, they're sitting there stone-faced on
0: this roller coaster. That's what you're hearing here. Whipping around and their necks are flailing. but but there's no expression. They're ex- sitting there expressionless. No expression. They're like not they're even sitting putting, in church or something.
1: Not even putting their hands, hands up. Hands aren't going up. Nothing. Nobody's screaming. They're, well, because you're not supposed to. You they're saying not to scream on the roller coasters in Japan when the amusement parks reopen. Um, and
0: you know, I mean, I get that some of the some of the screaming is just part of the experience mm-hmm. of being with people who are also screaming. Yeah, you're like yay! right. Um, so to say that it's impossible, but, I mean, even just to have, like, blah, 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 you know, whatever the noises you make when you're about to go over the, yeah.
1: Um, I, get, I get it, but it's going to be, it's one of those things, okay, if I can't scream, at least let me throw my arms up in the air, right? right? At least show like you're having, because half the fun, a majority of the fun, I should say, of being on a roller coaster Is just being able to go crazy and get out some angst of like, I shouldn't be doing this. This seems dangerous, but I I know I'm safe, so I'm going to just let it all out. Ah, it's fine. That's that's, that's the majority of it. Even
0: if you're not screaming that involuntary, uncontrolled laugh you get oh, when yes. you realize you didn't die? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> when you're at the top of the peak yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, I get that. Uh, yeah, and it finally gets to the bottom and you and didn't crash. You go, oh, my God! Yeah. <laughs> uh, but not here. You, you can do that. Uh, it's, uh, it's kind of torture to be back at your favorite place in the world and not be able to enjoy and scream 100%. Uh, but in this video here, there's a caption that just says, please scream inside your heart
1: <laughs> these guys do don't... not scream outside of your mouth just, just scream, scream in your heart inside well, your heart you would sh- if that's the case let me show that i'm screaming inside my heart by showing some emotion yeah. these two jamokes are just sitting there like it's nothing like they're just sitting right. at the cracker barrel trying to figure out the little <laughs> little thing in the tail. Yeah, exactly
0: would that and would that be a an acceptable, you know, to get the Sangamon County Fair back or the Illinois State Fair oh, wow, back or something yeah. to say
1: you can go. But there's you no yelling, no yelling, no screaming, mm-hmm. no yelling, no frivolity. You can ride. You can ride those things. The big, what is it? The big uh, pirate ship. Right. You can ride it. You just got to sit there. You just got to sit there. Like you
0: we'll even let you go to the old uh, hillbilly cornpone um, concert show there. But you just got to sit there quietly <laughs> yeah, and look you can't at do guy. anything. Exactly. Can't and sing he, along. And
1: he only can whisper. He can't even <laughs> sing me along. He's just got to sing every song in a whisper. Not a single yee-haw is allowed to come out of no, your mouth. You can't, you can't yee one haw. <laughs> that would be unacceptable. I don't know if I can do that.
0: Country music fan Frank McNeil. Oh, big time. Is up next on WMAY.